Welcome back to The Nick Broadhurst Show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and you can check out all of my music, my music videos, and every single one of my podcast episodes at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com. And wherever you listen to music, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, just search for my name, Broadhurst, and you can check out all of my tunes. And that song you were listening to is a remix of Little Lover, my first single by the artist Timid. And when I first heard this song, no joke, I was in tears because I didn't know who Timid was. I didn't know he was going to send me this remix. It just appeared in my inbox one day, like a beautiful, beautiful gift. And it's one of my favorite songs. In fact, we recently closed the Open Wide Tour with this song. So you can check that out at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash little lover. So this episode is all about my journey with Bulletproof Coffee, which I have now not been drinking for the past eight months. And I'm going to be talking about this, well, I guess the process of elimination that I personally went through to finally determine whether coffee was good for my body type and my unique constitution. And yes, I know, I know. If you've been following Melissa and I for a while, you would know how much we used to love our Bulletproof coffee. And I still love the taste of it. Don't get me wrong. If you don't know what Bulletproof coffee is, it's basically a high quality brew of coffee blended with grass-fed butter and MCT oil. In fact, Melissa and I were probably largely responsible for the extreme shortage of West Gold unsalted butter in Australia for a while. and. You know, let's face it, there are few things more satisfying than hand grinding your own coffee, the aroma of that magical brew filling all your senses, and the rush of clarity you get once those caffeine-delivered lipids and polyphenols rapidly absorb into your bloodstream, supposedly fueling your mitochondria. But what happens when you take this magical morning routine all the way? Well, I can only speak for me. This is an N equals one experiment, but After years convincing myself that I just naturally had amazing energy in the morning, I realized that perhaps my creamy, buttery brew was in fact propping me up way more than I would have liked to admit. So looking back, flashback, it was a Monday morning and my son Leo was off to school. I wouldn't be seeing him for a week as it was his last morning with Melissa and I before he headed back to his mum's place. Now, anyone that has met Leo knows what a little angel, Christ-like Buddha he is. He's wise beyond his years, impossibly lovable. And to be honest, I sometimes wonder if I'm anywhere near as good a human as he is. So when I witnessed myself all of a sudden erupting into a volcano of anger over something ridiculously insignificant, I think it was something like he couldn't find his soccer boots after looking really hard and putting really hard in air commas. I knew that something in me was not quite right. Now, being a parent is certainly one of life's greatest challenges. They are your greatest mirror and can reflect all the things about yourself that you may find hard to accept. You can forgive yourself for the occasional meltdown, but for me, it was becoming increasingly uncomfortably common. And I promised this would be the last time I treated him poorly and vowed to figure out how I'd become, well, basically an angry human. So I turned to the lowest hanging fruit, which was my diet. Was there something I was having which could be causing an imbalance? And the obvious place to start was with my bulletproof coffee. 
And at the time, I was thinking, dear God, don't let it be the coffee. I love it so much. Now, I don't know why this never occurred to me, but I decided to take a look at coffee from an Ayurvedic perspective. Now, Ayurveda is a noun, which means the traditional Hindu system of medicine, which is based on the idea of balance in bodily systems and uses diet, herbal treatment, and yogic breathing. And without going into all the potential modern-day scientific benefits of drinking coffee, which you can get in an interview which Melissa did with Dave Asprey, actually, which was really good. And I love Dave's work. I respect his dedication. I respect his belief in what he does. And I think it can be very, very helpful. But I wanted to explore a more subtle side that is always, or pretty much always, overlooked. And that is, is coffee really good for your unique bodily constitution? In Ayurveda, there are three main body types or doshas. We each have our own unique balance of all three doshas. But more often than not, we tend to be more dominant in one or two. And if you haven't heard my Ayurveda series one, head to broadhurst.world forward slash 21, where I take a deep dive into each body type. It's really, really useful. But in a nutshell, pitta, which means fire, could be summarized as ravenous hunger, can devour food, strong digestion, fiery at times, and a type A personality. Vata, which is air, can have the qualities of hard to stay warm, needs more rest, likes to graze on food, weaker digestion, and can be a bit flighty. And then kapha, which means earth, can be heavy, grounded, happily can eat an extra piece of brownie or two. Now, I know these are outrageous oversimplifications, but you get the point. And please check out that full four-part series starting at episode 21. Now, I have a Vata constitution, which means I can get cold and my skin dries easily, and a Pitta constitution as well. I'm a Vata Pitta, which means I can be fiery, driven, intense, unforgiving, and bloody annoying at times. It's taken me several visits to many different Ayurvedic practitioners before the significance of being Vata Pitta actually dropped. And I had been ignoring the Pitta part of me, thinking I was just a little delicate Vata who just happened to be a total asshole at times to people around me. But this was not always how I was. As I pondered my latest eruption with Leo, I reflected on my pre-coffee life and I realized I used to be a nice person. And I'm starting to think, oh God, don't be the coffee. Please don't be the coffee. So I turned to Dr. Google and within 0.43 seconds, I was faced with 553,000 reasons why Pitta Coffee Ayurveda was not such a good idea. For starters, coffee can be an intestinal irritant that inflames the digestive tract. So Pitta imbalance, here we come. It can also be acidic, or it is acidic in nature. Hello, again, Pitta. But this can have a positive effect too, which I'll talk about in a minute. And to top it all off, it's dehydrating. So, sorry, Mr. Pitavada, coffee is out of the blender for you. Could it be that my increasing rage was simply coming from imbalancing my pitta day after day? So I decided to test it out and I gave it up and the results were immediate, but not what I wanted. I was depressed. Like literally, the results were depressing. I was freaking sad. Is it normal that a food should be making you happy. Why can't my body just naturally be in that state? I became obsessed with this question. And then there was the issue of energy, or should I say no energy, none, nada. 
my usually focused mornings resembled more of a walk on the moon where everything just went so slow. And it all started to make more sense at this point. After jumping on the bulletproof bandwagon, which I will say is amazing for some people, I had to face the fact that it simply was kryptonite for me. It had become a vicious cycle of maxing out my adrenals, but not knowing it because that MCT oil just made me feel so good. I had energy, but it was exogenous, meaning it came from outside, not from within. So faced with the age-old question of what the hell do I eat for breakfast, I headed into the slippery slope of dietary wilderness to find a truly upgraded bulletproof brekkie alternative. And I think I may have nailed it. But first, a disclaimer. It is up to you and only you to see what is true for you and your beautiful body. Don't believe me because others do and don't believe what you've read in books, seen on Instagram or heard from authority figures, doctors, teachers and even musicians who write about health. You already have all the answers. It's simply a case of remembering what is true for you and doing a bit of self-experimentation and listening to your body. So with that said, it's time for my big old blueberry morning smoothie. Now, rather than going over this again, you can check out episode number 44 at broadhurst.world forward slash 44, which is part of my longevity series. And that one is called Get Your Antioxidants, where I talk about the magic of berries. And while I'm not recommending that everybody ditch their bulletproof or regular coffee, I would like to point out that in this day and age, with the amount of environmental toxins we're exposed to, don't we all need to make every meal count? Could it be that your morning pick-me-up is a missed opportunity to have a super nutritious meal? If you're looking for polyphenols, a type of antioxidant, which comes from coffee beans, something tells me that a beautiful, fresh, bright purple berry in its natural state could just be the upgraded alternative for getting our daily dose of polyphenols. And best of all, yes, they're in their natural state. They haven't been tampered with or roasted. And after all, coffee is dark because it's been burned to some degree, roasted, and anything that has that coloration, to some degree, might not be a great thing. But, here's the but. As with all things, there's always divine order, there's always perfect balance, there's always equal opposites, and in this case, it just so turns out that coffee can actually be used medicinally to improve digestion. And that's something I'm currently working with to improve my vata body type constraints of weaker digestion. So now my mentor, Stephen Cabral, has me drinking a very tiny cup of decaf coffee. Now it's decaf because the stimulants of caffeine for a vata body type is not good. Okay, so he's got me drinking decaf coffee, a small little glass after breakfast to do two things. One, to bring heat into my digestive tract when it's at its slowest and coldest in the morning. And two, to bring more acidity into my digestive tract. Because naturally, as a vata, I have less stomach acid. So you never know. The key here is to stay open, always. Nothing is set in stone. Just when you think you've got it nailed, you discover something new. I'd never thought of coffee as medicine, but here we go. And I will report back with my <laughs> results. The other thing about Bulletproof Coffee was that it was based on intermittent fasting. and. IF, intermittent fasting, does have lots of benefits. And if anything, I think that my daily habit over the past few years of replacing breakfast with a bulletproof coffee was a huge step forward towards learning to eat less and trusting my body a bit more. Overeating for me has always been an issue. 
and hearing cries of, but it's healthy, drip from my mouth along with the crumbs of a keto cookie or 10 can get pretty boring for those around you. And I talk about overeating in episode number 17, how to stop binge eating. Definitely check that one out. It's a goodie. But my body needs constant fuel. It runs on carbs. That is the ectomorph, carbs. And it turns out that missing my chance to fuel up with nutrient-dense foods in the morning was actually hurting my mitochondria, the exact opposite of why I thought my Bulletproof coffee was good for me in the first place. So while there are many, many things I was doing that contributed to this fiery pitter imbalance, I do believe that a great route to take is to identify and remove anything that could be causing an imbalance within you and see how you feel. And eight months on, I'm not an angry human anymore. My wife actually wants to be around me again. Plus, there are loads more little flowers in her period tracker app, which means I'm getting lucky. And Leo doesn't think daddy is a crazy man. So for me, it's been a win-win, but only you know what's right for you. I know in this episode, I'm kind of taking the piss a little bit, but seriously, I just want to put bio-individuality back on the breakfast table. There is so much pressure these days to do as we see on Instagram. If that person looks so good and they drink coffee, then maybe it's good for me too. But maybe it all depends on your constitution. I honestly believe that Bulletproof Coffee can be amazing if used almost therapeutically, like medicine, and for the right body types. What do you think about that? I'm going to leave that one with you. This is something you can experiment with very, very easily. If you love your coffee, great. But just remember that caffeine getting into your nervous system can be not the best thing for your nervous system, depending on your constitution. So if you are a Vata type or even a Pitta type, it's best to have your coffee after you've had some food to blunt the effect of the caffeine, okay? Not on an empty stomach. If you're kapha, that caffeine can actually be a good thing sometimes to stimulate what can be a more sluggish nervous system. So this is a great experiment to do. And remember, you just have to listen to what is true for you. Yes, Bulletproof Coffee is massive at the moment. It's huge. And I think it has some great things that can be used in your everyday. I think experimenting with intermittent fasting is fascinating. But I honestly believe that replacing our meals with something more nutritious, like the big-ass berry smoothie, could be, could be, and I say could, be a better alternative. I'll leave that up to you. So thank you again so much for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Broad New World number 53. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, be gentle with yourself, be love, listen to your intuition, listen to your beautiful messenger that is your body. It's always whispering and sometimes screaming at you to be heard. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao.
And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health, or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.